Good morning. Good morning. It is. I'm going to use Brother Jackson's phrase, it's good to be seen and not viewed. Amen. Definitely Amen. a blessing and a pleasure to be here this on, on this morning. Uh, you know, I've been in and out traveling, and it's always good to see you all, and it's always good to be seen. It, it truly is a blessing. Uh, it, just to be here on this morning, uh, uh, just putting, God put it in our minds to be here, understand the importance of this day. Uh, and also, just we have to remember that it was because of his grace and his mercy that we are here, Amen. that we were able to see the light of day. Amen. And I, I'm just, I'm truly thankful. I'm truly encouraged. Uh, and we're here. Whatever week we had, whatever month we've had, whatever year we've had, today, today is the day that we forget about all those things and we give it all to God. Amen. And when we walked in those doors, all that stuff is gone. Now we focus on encouraging one another and being encouraged by God's word. And again, I'm just, just so thankful. Uh, thank you for the opportunity. Thankful for Brother May considering me for this opportunity uh, to just continue to share God's word. And it, I've always said, and I will continue to say, it's, it's an opportunity that I don't take lightly. Amen. I understand uh, the responsibility that it takes to handle the word of God. And again, thank you for just trusting me with that. And, and that, with that being said, just remember to keep Brother May in prayer. Uh, remember to keep his health in prayer, his family, as they continue to support him and stand. And also continue to pray for one another, that we understand that as he is, as he has taking some time, we need to step up. Uh, we need to ensure that we are encouraging him by our service and remembering that we are one body and we are all connected. So when he goes down, we step up. Amen. So again, just keeping him in prayer. Remember the time. So remembering the time for me. It references taking a historical look back in the past. Right? So a lot of us, you know, we don't like to look back in the past because some of us have done some things in our past that we would care to forget. But that's all right. So, but what we want to do is we want to make sure that we understand what that means for us, remembering uh, the time for us. And when I thought about this lesson, I could only think about when I was in school. Uh, one of my least favorite subjects was history. Uh, U.S. history, American government, I couldn't relate to it. And it was just my least favorite because it was... Again, that lack of relatability that had the problem for me. I couldn't see myself in the history. I couldn't see where it benefited me as a person in the American government or the Constitution. All those things, I had a hard time just grasping it. it I was given a context that I couldn't understand because I couldn't see me. So again, remembering the times in that moment, in that context was hard for me. Brother Jackson gave a lesson on Wednesday helping us to remember the time. He took uh, the word of God historically and geographically and gave us something that we could relate to. Gave us something that we could see. We could see ourselves as members of the body. Right? And we could see it was only the word of God. And again, remembering the time passed in the word of God, seeing ourselves in the word of God. That's all we're doing this morning, just remembering the time. So as, I, as we remember the time, what we'll do is we'll go through the Old Testament. Right? We'll go through the Old Testament remembering a time that will allow us to see our spiritual past. Understanding, again, we are New Testament Christians, but we've got to remember that the Old Testament is for our learning. That's how we see the mistakes that were made. That's how we don't make the same mistakes. And that's how we realize God's intent for us as his church. So we've got to understand those things. And again, his will for his church. Remember these words as I say them to you. His church. Right? So Romans. Let me turn my, turn my, my device on you all. Remembering the times, again, learning for us, relatability, not making the same mistakes. Romans 15 and 4 says, For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Again, remembering the Old Testament. It's for our learning. It helps us realize and understand where we're supposed to be, where we're going as Christ's church. 
So now, when I deal with the Old Testament, some of you all are familiar with me. When I deal with the Old Testament, I got to give you all some context. I got I to gotta give you a little bit of historical context. Now, I, have to, I, had, to, I had to check me, because I, I can get deep, you all. So I had to call some brothers and say, hey, 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 what I need to do? So I got some guidance. My brother said, hey, look, just chop this up, chop this up, give it to them, and get on about your business. So I have taken and received, I have received that message, because I, I know me. So y'all been with this this morning. Uh, the intent is not to keep you all long, but I want to make sure that I communicate to you the, the intent of God's word this morning. Amen. All right, so now in the Old Testament, we're going to be coming from the book of Jeremiah that our brother read this morning as a scripture. But before we do that, I, let's understand the time in the world of Jeremiah. So now during this time, this is after the death of Solomon. So Israel couldn't keep it together. They couldn't keep it together. So what happened is they split into two kingdoms. And this is what we're, we're going to see that context as we get into the book of Jeremiah. Uh, there's the tribe in the north, which retained the name of Israel. And then you had the southern kingdom, which was the kingdom of Judah. And this is just very simple. We're going to roll through this, you all. I don't want to get bogged down. So let's remember the time when God said all of Israel would cross the Jordan into the land of promise. But two and a half tribes said, now nah, we're good. Right? So we got to remember that. We got to understand that what's happened is that Israel is dividing. And this isn't the first time we've seen this. So we got to remember the time. Remembering the time when God chose Israel. And again, as I said, he said, everybody's going to cross the Jordan River. Right? But nine and a half tribes say, listen, we're good on this side. It's some good land over here. Listen, we are, we'll go and fight with you, but we want to come on back. But that wasn't the intent. Remember when God said all of Israel will cross? Yeah. Right? Remember that. Yeah. Again, the plan was for all 12 tribes. Right? So now, it's important to, for us to understand that we are a collective whole in Christ. And we can see that when we split and begin to follow our own interests, interest, that's when we can begin to see the issues and the problems that we have. Right? When we begin to allow ourselves to divide from one another. Again, we're one body, connected. But when we begin to individualize our own interest, again, remember what I said earlier, his church, yeah. his will, yeah. his intent has nothing to do with what we want or what we want to do. And that there leads to division. Amen. So again, 1 Corinthians 12 and 12 says, For as the body is one and hath many members, and all the members of that one body being many, all one body, so also is Christ. Remember when that meant something to us? Man. Remember when we understood being one body? Remember when we understood that divisions couldn't get us because we were all connected? We were yeah. brothers and sisters. Remember that time? Man. Remember when it made sense to us? Man. So I, wanna, I would be remiss if I, if I didn't mention this. And I don't, again, I don't feel any kind of way about Michael Jackson. I don't. I want to be very clear on that. But he had a song called Remember the Time. And I referenced that only very quickly because I want to make sure that we understand something. He was talking about remembering the time when you fell in love. Remembering the time that the feelings that you had leading up to that love and the different seasons, all the different things that you had going on which led you to that love. What I'm saying to you all today, remember the time when that was for you as well. When you heard the gospel and you fell in love. Man. Fell in love in such a way that you obeyed the gospel. Man. Made a commitment. Remember when it meant something to you. Remembering the time. So now, we're still in the Old Testament. We're working our way to Jeremiah. We're going to get there, you all. Bear with me. I promise you we'll get there. So now we got to understand that Assyrians, the Assyrian kingdom and the Babylonian kingdom, what they were doing is they were dominating Israel. They were dominating Israel. Right? They were, uh, Israel had become subservient to those foreign rulers. So again, remember, when you isolate, what will happen is you do anything to survive. Right? Because you don't want to see yourself in a place that you, you're supposed, I'm, I'm a kingdom. You know what, I want to maintain my status. So hey, look, look hey, 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 don't, don't get us. 
I can offer something to you. I will pay tribute to you. Right? I will be subservient to you as long as I can remain in the kingdom. So again, you've got to understand that's the context that we're dealing with in the book of Jeremiah. So we've got to understand that. So King Hoshea, he kicked it off. He was pro-Assyrian. He said, yeah, I'm with y'all. I'm with you. Pro-Assyrian. But what happened is in doing that, he obligated himself to pay tribute in order to maintain his particular piece of the pot. Now, that was the kingdom of Israel. Now, Judah followed suit. Ahaz. Ahaz said, hey, look, hey, whoa, whoa. Listen, I want to keep mine too. So what happened is he also entered into that same agreement, that same arrangement. So those foreign understand what happens now. That foreign kingdom, those foreign cultures, what they're doing is they're bringing in their way of life. Now what happens is we're assimilating now. Now we see the things that they bring in. They're bringing in uh, pagan gods. They're now bringing in pagan worship rites. They're now bringing in shiny things. Ooh, those look good. Let me tell you what Ahaz did. Listen, and this is just some real quick context. Ahaz said, you know what? I like those shiny things. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put them in the temple of Jerusalem because they look good. Knowing good and well, it had nothing to do with God's initial intent. Remember the time when that meant something to you? So again, we had within that period, you've got some good kings who tried. They tried. So what happened is when the Assyrian kingdoms and the Babylonian, when they, when they changed over, what happened is, you know, that was your time to rebel. You know, in our job sometimes when we get new leadership, what we do, sometimes what we do is, you know, y'all laugh and see that. Everybody who laughs know what I'm talking about. So when you get a new boss, you say, well, listen, we, that old boss gone. We ain't got to do that no more. We're going we gonna to rebel and do what we want to do. Until that boss come in and say, hey, listen, you don't realize that he's talked to that old boss. And that old boss tell him, he say, look, this worked. This didn't. Keep this. Get rid of that. So now when we come in thinking, oh, we're going to do what we want to do because we got a new boss. The new boss says, no, -uh, no, you're not. Get back in line because it worked in the past. It's going to continue to work. So now that's what we saw. So Hezekiah, he tried. Good King Josiah, he tried. And they fought for their independence, but it didn't work out for them. So now eventually, as we continue on, remembering the time, the northern kingdom of Israel fell into Assyrian captivity. And now during this time in Jeremiah, in Jeremiah chapter 7, what we're seeing is Assyria was defeated by Babylon. And now Babylon is coming to get Judah. That's where we are. So again, remember the time though. Remember the time, the, the relationship that they entered into with those foreign kingdoms. Deuteronomy 7, 2. And when the Lord thy God said, shall deliver them before thee, thou shalt smite them and utterly destroy them. Thou shalt make no covenant with them, nor show mercy unto them. Remember when that meant something? Right. Remember when I chose you to lead, not to be led? Remember that? Uh, verse 3. Neither shalt thou make marriages with them. Thy daughter thou shalt not give unto his son, nor his daughter thou shalt thou take unto thy son. For they will turn away thy son from following me, that they may serve other gods. So will the anger of the Lord be kindled against you and destroy thee suddenly. Remember when we believed that? Yeah. Remember when that meant something to you? Remember when we, when we stepped as the nation of Israel in the word of God? When we stepped, we understood that we are leading. All nations should be watching us. But what happened? They split. When you split, now you, you're fighting for your survival. You'll do anything to survive. Amen. That's, a, that's another lesson, you all. Let me move on from that. Let me continue on. Again, but thus shall ye deal with them. This is how God, remember this. God is saying, remember, this is what I told you all. Ye shall deal with them. Ye shall destroy their altars and break down their images and cut down their groves and burn their graven images with fire. For thou art an holy people unto the Lord. Listen, you all. Remember when we knew that we were a holy people? Remember that's how, when, how we acted? We acted like holy folks? 
Right. Remember that? Uh, my father, and Brother May has mentioned it before, I remember, and, and I've, I'm not old enough to remember this, but I remember that, that uh, when they were in, uh, in courts, when they said, uh, you know, do you solemnly swear, they would use, they wouldn't need a Bible because if you were a member of Christ's church, you could just, you could swear by me because I'm the truth. I understand that. Remember that time? Remember when we had the ability to go in and communicate only the truth? Remember when it meant something to us, yes. being the truth? Yes, For thou art in holy people unto the Lord thy God. The Lord thy God hath chosen thee to be a special people unto himself. I chose you all. Remember, I chose you yes. unto himself above all people that are upon the face of the earth. The Lord did not set his love upon you nor choose you because you were more in number than any people. For you were the fewest of all people. Remember when you were in a place where you weren't about nothing. Yes. Remember that. I still chose you because of God's grace and his mercy. Let's Amen. continue on. But because the Lord loved you and because he would keep the oath which he had sworn unto your fathers, hath the Lord brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you out of the house of bondmen from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Now, therefore, that the Lord thy God, he is God, the faithful God, which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. Listen, that was forever. Man. That was forever. We've got to understand that. So remember the times. Had they remembered the times, had Israel remembered the time when this meant something, it may have changed their situation in Jeremiah chapter 7. Yeah, yeah. Jeremiah chapter 7. Now, let us get into where we are now currently. All right. Jeremiah chapter 7, beginning at verse 1. We'll go through these. The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Stand in the gate of the Lord's house and proclaim there this word and say, Hear the word of the Lord, all ye of Judah, that enter in at these gates to worship the Lord. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, amend your ways and your doings, and I will cause you to dwell in this place. Now listen, understand what he's saying. Jeremiah is giving them, he's giving them a word, you all. He is standing, he's getting ready, he's cutting them. Listen, remember you all. Remember who you are. Remember who you're supposed to be. This ain't it. Amend your ways. Very simply, repent. Realize that you've gone astray from the initial intent that God gave you when he brought you into the land of promise. Remember the time. Remember for us. Remember when it meant something. Remember when we came out of that watery grave of baptism on fire. Yes, Remember the zeal. Man. Remember when it meant something to be a member of Christ's church. Remember man. we can go out and say, I'm a member of the church of Christ, and it meant something to us. Yes, hold on, y'all. We'll get there. Yes, sir. We'll get there. Y'all, hold on. Come on. The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying, stand in the gate of the Lord's house and proclaim there this word. Again, going down, amend your ways, and I will cause you to dwell in this place. Now. Verse 4, this is for us, you all. And when we read through this, again, remember the times. This is for us. Mm -hmm. Trust ye not in lying words, saying, The temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord are these. <laughs> to be in a position to proclaim the temple of the Lord, and as it comes out of your mouth, it's a lie. Mm -hmm. To claim to be a member of Christ's church, a Christian, and for it to come out of your mouth and be a lie. Trust not in these lying words. That's us. Remember the time. For ye thoroughly amend your ways and your doings if you thoroughly execute judgment between a man and his neighbor. So now, what's happened is the kingdom of Judah, they realize it's about to go down. We are getting ready to get struck down. We now need to go to the place. We remember the place of safety. Let's go back there. But listen, here's the issue with that. 
You lived the life that you wanted to live this entire time, but now all of a sudden, when it hit the fan, you remember how good you had it in the Lord's house? So now when you get there, you, are, you have given yourself a false sense of security. Temple of the Lord, temple of the Lord, temple of the Lord. What you have done is you have trusted in a place and not a way of life. What we have done is we have trusted in a building and not who we are as people. Come on. So we've got to understand. Remember the times, because this is for us, you all. Mm-hmm. It's about so again, repent and remember that this was never the intent for you. Jeremiah's saying, listen, repent. This is not how you were supposed to live your lives. Amend your ways and amend your ways thoroughly. That means go through the whole process of understanding you are in a way. Get back to God's will and you'll be okay. Amen. But that trust in the place rather than the God who brought them to the place yeah. is what deceived them. Yeah. Yeah. So now. In their minds, and listen, as I say this, listen to us when we say it, because we say it, surely God won't allow this place to be destroyed, not the temple of the Lord. And they said it three times, the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord, as if to make sure you know, I'm a member of the Church of Christ. You know I, you know where I go. We, I'm all right, because I go there. Understand. You are okay because you are a member, but let me tell you something. There is a responsibility that you have because coming to a place on a particular day does not save you. So we've got to understand. Sometimes, trust not these lying words. So remember when it meant something. Remember the time when it meant something to be called a member of Christ's church. Remember when it meant something to be a, a Christian. Remember when that meant something to us. Yeah. Remember when we lived our lives as if it meant something to us. Right. Right. So now anybody can claim that now. Amen. It seems that we've given the title over because it doesn't mean anything to us. Mm-hmm. So and when we get offended by people say, oh, the Church of Christ, oh, y'all ain't where they used to be. The first thing we do, I am, I'm still the Church of Christ. You are still the place, but you are not exuding what God would have you live in your life. Jeremiah, still in Jeremiah. Y'all stay with me, y'all. Again, verse 5. For if you thoroughly amend your ways and your doings, if you thoroughly execute judgment between a man and his neighbor. So what he's saying is, listen, get back to the way you're supposed to be living your life. Come on now. Trust in the, the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord. I got it. That's the place. You all are running back to the place, but you all don't have to run at all because you are always with God because he chose you. So verses 5. Through seven is the same thing. So now what we got to understand is this. God is, Jeremiah is preaching a word from God. and He said, I require more than just ritual on a day. I require more than just ritual in a place. I require more than that. I require more than an outward obedience that people can see. I require your heart to truly serve me. I require you to completely give it to me. Because I chose you for that very reason, because you are to be leading in this world. You all shouldn't be paying tribute to these other foreign nations. That's not who you are. I didn't bring you out of Egypt to do that. I brought you out of Egypt to lead. I brought you into a, I added you unto my church to go out and save those lost souls and lead. But for us, trust not these lying words. Remember the time when it meant something to you. So now again, just remembering. When we run up here on Sundays, right? when, when, in our lives, when things go wrong, man, I got to go to church. I got to go to church. I, oh, I got to go to the church of Christ. I got to go to the one true church. Listen, nothing that you're saying is an issue. But in your heart, are you trusting in lying words? Monday through Saturday, have you been the church of Christ? Monday 
through Saturday? Have you lived a life that if someone sees you, they have had the ability to attend worship through you being members of the church? Or do we wait until we get in the building? And then we say, Church of Christ, Church of Christ, Church of Christ. So let's do this. If, we, if today was done and tomorrow we came up here to a lot that was just destroyed, both of them. How many of us, and be honest with yourself, don't say that loud. How many of us would be in a place, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? The same thing you should have been doing as the Church of Christ. Trust not in lying words. Remember the times it meant something to you. Jeremiah, continuing on in Jeremiah. So now we've, we've got to remember the whole point about being a collective whole in Christ. So following our own interests, what that does is that communicates that we don't truly believe, right? We believe in ourselves over what we're supposed to believe. Again, being led. Remember those things. Remember that. So verse 8, behold ye, I want to go back to that. Behold, ye trust in lying words that cannot profit. Listen, you can say it all day till you're blue in the face, but it ain't going to benefit you saying it. How about you be about it? Right. How about you understand? So what Jeremiah was communicating to them, listen, being a, a child of Israel, that wasn't just a title. That was a way of life. Yeah. Their culture was emanating from them. The ways of God was embedded in the way that they lived their lives every yeah. single day. The yeah. way that they handled their families, the yeah. way that they ate, all those different things. That was a part of who they were. It wasn't something. It wasn't a chore to them. They just did it. Now for us. You're lying to yourselves if you don't understand that that's being a member of the Church of Christ is a way of life. Yeah. It's not a thing that we can just put on. It's not a thing that we put on and take off. Amen. When people see us, they see the one true church. Right? Mm. They see the one true church. But what we've done is, and even as our kids, we raise our children to take that on as a sense of entitlement. Oh, I go to, I'm, I'm a member of the Church of Christ. And what we do is we don't do anything other than proclaim to be members of Christ's church. Yeah. We don't do any of the work required to be a member and participate and understand that our salvation is not dependent upon saying it, but it's dependent upon being it. Because this building ain't going to save you. Amen. The reason why you're in this building, which is Christ, is what saves you. Yeah. And your faithfulness to him is what saves you. Amen. Remember the time when that meant something? So now, continuing on. Verse 9. Listen to you all. Will ye steal, murder, and commit adultery, and swear falsely, and burn incense unto Baal, Baal, excuse me, and walk after other gods whom you know not. You don't even know them guys. Y'all, you don't even, you can't even pronounce the, you said I couldn't even pronounce the name. You know I ain't supposed to be serving. It, so we got to understand, you can't even, you don't even have a relationship with them. Because that's what separates us. Because we have a relationship. Yeah. Verse 10. And come and stand before me in this house, which is called by my name, and say, we are delivered to do all these abominations. You have the nerve. Mm-hmm. To go out and live a life contrary to what I said do. And then come before me on Sunday and say, I'm worshiping in spirit and truth. Listen, trust not in lying words. Is this house, listen you all, listen. Is this house which is called by my name, the church of Christ, is this house which is called by my name become a den of robbers in your eyes? Behold, even I have seen it, saith the Lord. I know you're lying. Mm-hmm. You ain't so again. Understand, you only lying to yourself. So don't trust those lying words coming from your mouth. Amen. 
Because that's what you said. Because remember the time when you actually made a commitment and it meant something to you? That Remember we talked about that fire and that zeal? Remember that? What happened to you? You forgot. The same thing that happened to Israel. You forgot that I brought you out of Egypt to lead. I brought you through the wilderness. All y'all didn't make it now. Some of y'all ain't believe me. But the ones who did. Listen, you all were supposed to serve a purpose. Now look at you. You're going to run back to the temple that bears my name thinking you're going to be okay? You thinking this building is going to absolve you from your responsibility to serve me faithfully and love me and do the things that I asked you and told you to do? Trust not these lying words. Remember the time when it meant something to you. So now we continue on. The point of it all. Jeremiah, again, I told you, I ain't going to keep you all on. But go ye now unto my place, which was in Shiloh, where I set my name at the first, and see what I did to it for the wickedness of my people Israel. Remember Shiloh. Right? So what was Shiloh? In Joshua 18 and 1, Shiloh was the place where they set up. The whole con- Joshua 18 and 1 says, And the whole congregation of the children of Israel assembled together at Shiloh and set up the tabernacle of the congregation there. And the land was subdued before them. This is the place where they went to worship. This is where they established themselves as a worshiping nation of God. This was the center right here. They had the ability to actually build a, a place for them to go and worship. And that was the nation of Israel. That's after all the conquest had been done. They had done all the fighting. Now they are settling into the land that God had promised them. Shiloh. Remember Shiloh. Right. So now, understand 1 Samuel 4, 10 and 11. And the Philistines fought. And Israel was smitten, and they fled every man into his tent, and there was a great slaughter. This is at Shiloh. Remember, this is what happened at Shiloh. Remember these things. For there fell of Israel 30,000 footmen, and the ark of God was taken, and the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas, were slain. Listen. Remember what I did to them in Shiloh. Remember what I allowed to happen in Shiloh. Because you all forgot that I chose you. I chose you with an intent for you all to lead. Not to be servants, not to pay tribute to these foreign kings, not to allow yourself to be taken away by other gods that you can't even pronounce and you don't even have a relationship with. You have a relationship with me. Because you chose not to remember. A lot of the times in our lives, we are spinning the wheels, struggling, can't seem to understand why is it that I can't get over this hump? Because you forgot. You chose not to remember that you are more than a conqueror in Christ. Everything, listen, you all, everything that you all need has been given to you outside of this building. Sunday is the icing on the cake because we get together, we are encouraging, we are, we have the ability to through the week, the month, the year that we've had to share with one another and lift each other up. That's been given to us as a privilege. But Monday through Saturday, guess what? That same privilege is there. Remember the time when you knew that? Remember the time when you being a member of the Church of Christ didn't begin on Sunday? Come on now. Come on. Listen, you all. I'm I'm, I'm, going to do this for y'all. If don't nobody else get nothing out of this, I'm going to tell you, I got cut on this one. (laughs) So understand, we have got to be honest with ourselves and get back to what it says in the book. Take out all the things that we like, all the things that we feel, but, and remember what it says in God's word. And what that does to us is that makes us deal with God's word. That goes back to that study. Right? Because how can you say, I have a relationship with God, when you don't know? That's what they did. That's what Israel did. 
They brought these statues and these gods. They didn't have a relationship with them. Listen, how many of us are suffering in our relationship because we choose not to remember what it is that we gained through Christ? Verse 13. And now, because you have done all these, th these works, saith the Lord, and I spake unto you, rising up early and speaking, but ye heard not. And I called you, but you answered not. I'm, I'm sending folks out here trying to let y'all know. Listen, come on, get back to it. Yeah. I'm listen, y'all don't want to hear me. What you all will do is, y'all will wait till Sunday. And then when you hear it, get mad because it ain't what you want to hear. You're going to go on and not do what you want to do. Well, that ain't what I was trying to hear today. Well, I want to say, come on, I didn't come here to listen to that. I had in my mind, I had a sermon that I wanted to hear. There was a particular thing that I needed to have addressed in my life because I'm going through something. But remember, it's his church. Understand. Remember the time that the benefit is there. You got to get you out the way and remember the time. Remember the commitment that you made. But, but you know, I, listen, y'all, that's another lesson. Let me get on about my business. <laughs> let me continue on. Verse 14, therefore will I do unto this house, which is called by my name. Listen, I will do the same thing to the very temple that you all have proclaimed three times. Temple of the Lord, temple of the Lord, temple of the Lord. Trust not these lying words. Listen, you all have got this thing confused. I will do the same thing. Remember what I did to them. Again, going back, amend your ways thoroughly. That means repent and understand that you have been living a life contrary to my will. Amen. Get back to my way of living. Yes, Get back and understand that you are a holy people. Yeah. I chose you. Yeah. Not because you were greater than anybody. Oh, no. I told you because I loved you. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> Listen, you all. God allows us to do the things that we do because of his love. Not because yeah. we did anything. Because if we were to be honest with ourselves and many of us sitting in here this morning, if we were to say, listen, you know what? I don't deserve any of that. Right. Thank God for his grace and his mercy. Amen. Remember the time when we knew that? Yeah. Remember the time when we were humble and had the ability to accept that in our hearts? Verse 15. Excuse me. Verse 14. Therefore will I do unto this house which is called by my name wherein ye trust. You are trusting in this temple, yeah. not in me. Amen. You all are trusting in a building. And we're going to see it. You all are trusting in a place. Yeah. I'm in this place, but some of us still sleep. Mm -hmm. Eyes open. Now, wait a minute now. Wait. Let me be very, very clear with what I'm saying. I ain't, listen now. Listen. I ain't saying you falling asleep physically, but some of us are sitting in this place and forgot, and we are still asleep. Yeah. Yeah. My, my father has a phrase. And he says, and it's a phrase, every time he says it, I say, I hope he ain't talking about me. He's, he, <laughs> being a member of Christ's church, being full grown and useless spiritually. Mm. <sighs> I pray it ain't me. <laughs> Verse 15. And I will cast you out of my sight as I have cast out all your brethren, even the whole seed of Ephraim. Listen, you all ain't special. You were special because I made you special. Man. Remember the time when I did this in Shiloh, when they thought they had it correct and they wanted to do the things that they wanted to do. Oh, no. I allowed this to happen to them. The destruction at Shiloh. Don't forget that. Don't forget this. I will do the exact same thing to you. Man. So when you all have allowed those foreign gods to come in, here, you have been allowed. You've allowed yourselves to be distracted by those shiny things. Oh. You know, they, again, we got to understand some of the rituals that they were practicing. A lot of that stuff was, you know, hey, that was tantalizing. Like, hey, whoa, what y'all over here doing? 
Who cares? Because I brought you in a place because I need for you to lead this world. Yeah. Lead the, you are the leading nation in the world. Listen, you all, spiritually, that's who we are. Yes. Remember when the Church of Christ meant that? Remember when it meant something to us? So now, this is the point of it all, you all. This is for us. So when I say remember the times, we went through the Old Testament. We had to understand because the Old Testament is for our learning. And what that helps us and allows us to do is it allows us to see ourselves spiritually in the past. We can't go through the entire New Testament and not touch the Old Testament. How can you say (laughs) that you completely understand who you've been made without, first of all, having a point of reference in the word of God? Israel, if you all can't see yourselves in Israel, woe be unto you. The church of Christ is dependent on the personhood of Christ, not the place. Not the place. So remember the times. But again, a a lot of us have fooled ourselves. And we communicate to, and this is what we do. And the reason why this is so important and the reason why I pray to God that, that the context and the understanding is, is gotten because it, our evangelism is affected. Yeah. Because what we're doing is yeah. we want people to come to a building. Amen. Come on to the building, y'all. Come on out and see us. How about you see me now as the church of Christ? Remember the time when it meant something to you. So now, can we relate to that? Can we see ourselves in that? So, again, I want to go back, and we've said it, and I want to say it again. Do we have a false sense of security as members of the church? Again, as I said, do our children grow up just claiming the title but not really truly understanding what it means to be a member of Christ's church? Do we send our children out into the world as adult Christians without truly understanding what it is that you gained? As a member of Christ's church, have we emphasized them being here on Sundays and every time we assemble? But have we not emphasized to them the importance of living that way? Have we allowed ourselves to be deceived by our lying words? Church of Christ, Church of Christ, Church of Christ. Remember Shiloh. Remember Shiloh. So do do we think that because we're members, it excuses our negligence? Do we think that because we're sitting in here in a particular place, we can do the things that we want to do? We cannot support the ministry. We cannot support our elders. We cannot serve. We can go Monday through Saturday not doing a thing. But on Sundays, we think because we're members of the Church of Christ, it excuses all those things? Remember when that meant something to you? So now what we've got to understand is it's individual allegiance, not group association. Right? You run out saying, listen, and let me be very, very clear. To proclaim yourself as a member of Christ's church, that is a good thing. That's a great thing. But understand within that collective, you need to understand your individual responsibility. Yes, Trust not these lying words. That's right. Are you banking on the fact that you bear that name to get you into heaven? Or do you understand the individual responsibility that it requires for you to be a member of that church? Again, his church. A lot of us, what we do is we, we you know, again, I told you all we like to come in and we, there's, if it ain't a particular message that we want to hear, we already turn off. You know what? I'm all right. I'm done. I, I'm done. So what we do is we'll, I'm a boy. <laughs> what we do is we begin to develop affinities 
towards a particular congregation in a particular place, right? My safety is dependent upon being in this particular place. So when I go other places, oh, it ain't my church home, so I ain't going. I feel safe there. Because what we have done is we have, in, we have interpreted it wrong. We think it's my church, my preacher. Oh, I love my preacher. I love my church. I'm glad that you do. But do you love the church? That's right. Do you understand that your safety is not in a place? Right. Your safety is in Christ who allowed you to be in that place. Yeah. Yeah. So we've, does it mean something to you? Do you remember when it did? Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm almost done, y'all. I'm almost done. Now, this is Jesus talking to you all, and I talked about that group association. So let me, let me go a little bit deeper. A lot of us... And this, listen to me, y'all. I, I, you got to be honest with yourselves in this very moment. Some of us got to be honest. Some of us will <laughs> go out on Friday or Saturday or Monday, whatever you choose, whatever you're doing. You will go out and hang. But you got to cut off in your mind. All right, y'all. I got to cut it off because I got to be where? On Sunday. <laughs> I got to be in church on Sunday. Now, I'm sliding off in here. I, didn't, I, got, I had just enough time to take a shower. Put my suit on, give me a little smell good, put, pop a little mint in my mouth, and slide on in there. Hey, listen, I'm at church, y'all. You can't say, ain't nothing you can say to me. I'm here. I'm here. But what we think is being in a place has excused us of living in an unrighteous way. I'll be honest, y'all. That, require, that requires some honesty. That requires some honesty from us. What have we been doing up until this point being in this building? What have we been doing? That's right. So now, if you think about it, Sunday, then what you got? You got, you got Monday nights, you got Wednesday. Now, if you, you know, if, you, if you say Monday, I can't, you got Wednesday. So now you got what? From Sunday to Wednesday, right? And then you got from Wednesday back on to Sunday, right? Are you, are you waiting on being in the place? Come on now. Does your Christianity come into effect when you are in this place? Or do you remember the calling an election that you chose. Yeah. So again, here's the thing, and this is the irony of it all. It's something that we chose. Man. Nobody forced us to do it. We did Man. it because we remembered the love that God had for us because we didn't deserve it, so we made a decision based on that. Yeah. Did we forget? Where's your zeal? Where's that right. fire right. when you came out of that watery grave? I'm a, boy, I'm a member of you all. When we sing songs, when people are baptized, when, when they're walking down the aisle, you can see the newness in them. Yeah. They're strutting. They're not walking. They are strutting now because I have made the best decision of my life. Right. Do you remember that decision as you continue on? All right now. Allowing yourself to trust in a place rather than the person who brought you to the place? Come on now. So again, group association versus individual allegiance. John. Chapter 15, beginning at verse 1. Jesus says, I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away, and every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, and it may bring forth more fruit. Listen, you can be a member of the church and not bear no fruit. That's the thing. That ain't just me talking. Understand that don't get so beside yourself that you think that when I became a member... I can stop. Mm-hmm. Now, you have been made a new create, creature for his workmanship. Ephesians 2.10. We have been created anew to serve. Yeah. I ain't talking about working your way into heaven. That ain't what I'm saying. No. What I'm talking about is we have been created to serve in the kingdom. Yeah. Do you remember? 
How excited you were when your citizenship changed from the world to the kingdom? Verse 3, now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Ye are clean through the words that I have spoken unto you. I'm doing this for you. Remember that it's me. Remember that it's me doing this. You didn't clean yourself up. Because I guarantee you, if it was up to us, we'd still be dirty. You didn't clean yourself up. Continuing on. Verse 4. Abide in me and I in you as the branch, listen you all, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine. No more can ye except ye abide in me. Listen, that's not being, I ain't talking about being in a place. I'm talking about being in Christ, truly. Truly being a member outside of this place. When we walk out of here, we're still members. The obligation is still there for us to understand and remember that we are his members because of him. And the fruit that we bear, we bear because we are in him. Not in a particular place. Verse 5. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. Listen. (laughs) Without this building, what you going to do? How attached are you to a building? How attached are you to the things that are in that building? I remember growing up, and I probably shouldn't share this, but I'm going to share it. I remember growing up. When uh, being, being in congregations and, and, and you know, there, were, there were older members who were so attached to a building. But you couldn't even, like, just make it, if you, if you, say for instance, we're having a Sunday fellowship and we got folks and we're running out of space. And we want to, you know, we just want to eat a little, little small plate on the pew. We're going to go in the auditorium. No, you ain't, uh-uh, no, you in the auditorium. You in the auditorium. <laughs> that place has become more important to them than me being in the place. You care more about the stain on the carpet than you do the stain in me. Understand, that place ain't going to save you. Trust not these lying words. Verse 7, if ye abide in me, excuse me, y'all. We'll get to it. If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will and it shall be done unto you. So now what we've got to also understand, I want to go back and continue to make sure that I emphasize this point. That we can't go out and do the things that we want to do. And just because we're members of Christ's church thinks that it absolves us. Come on now. Think that it saves us yep. from God's righteous judgment. That's his righteous judgment. And it's coming to us first. Yep. Yep. Because we trusted in lying words. Church of Christ, church of Christ, church of Christ. The name out there says it. But do you understand that when you leave out of the building that has that name, do you understand your obligation to continue to remain in Christ? Living a life in Christ. Being holy through Christ. Because you are Christ. Because you are a body in Christ. Not a building. Remember when that meant something to you? So now again, honesty. It requires honesty. You think just being a faithful member on Sundays and Wednesdays is going to save you? Some of us do. Because that's all we do. I'm here. I'm here, y'all. And a lot of times, a lot of times what we do is we make it known that, hey, I'm here. I'm in, hey, I'm in here. Hey, what's going on? We come in laugh. Man, what's going on? Y'all, hey. What's, hey, what's going on? I'm here. I need y'all to know I'm here. I'm in the place now. I'm in the place. But when I leave, I'm still back where I was before I came. Huh? My cutoff time, I made my cutoff time. I'm here on time. I'm here on time. Oh, look at that. He ain't even come in. Look at that. He late. He late, y'all. Look, he late. But spiritually, I'm late all the time. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> trust not these lying words. <laughs> Understand your obligation to be the church of Christ. Yeah. Not in the place of the church yeah. of Christ, but being through Christ. Yeah. All right, y'all. Revelation 
as I close. This is the point of it all. Revelation chapter 3. And unto the angel of the church in Sardis write, These things hath, saith he that hath the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know thy works, that thou hast a name, that thou livest and art dead. Listen, y'all. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die. For I have not found thy works perfect before God. Listen, you have proclaimed my name, but your works are not perfect unto God. Right. You trusted in a place. Yeah. You didn't trust in what I told you to do. I, I gave it to you. I gave you the blueprint for your life. All you had to do was follow it, trust it, and understand that it was from me. Yeah. So I know it's good. So now, you thinking because you are the church of Christ, you're going to be all right. Now, listen, your works are not perfect unto God. That's on you. You trusted in lying words. Yeah. You trusted in a place because you had the correct name but didn't have the correct behavior, didn't have the correct disposition. When you left out of here, people didn't get a chance to worship through you remembering that your worship is in spirit and truth. But we claim it on Sundays when we're here. Are we still in the spirit Monday through Saturday? When do we, so when do we turn it on? So when do we turn it off? That's for us. Verse 3. Remember therefore how thou hast received and heard and hold fast and repent. Again, here we go back to it. Listen. Understand where you are. I'm saying you need to ensure that if you're going to bear my name, you need to bear me. Amen. The fruit that you bear is not because you're in a building and you have a group association with the name. No. It's because you have an association individually with me. Verse 4. Verse 4. Thou hast a few names, even in Sardis, which have not defiled their garments. And they shall walk with me in white, for they are white. Some of y'all. Some of y'all got it. Some of y'all remember. He that overcometh the same shall be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life. But I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Now understand, that's, an that's a person who understands the individual association, yeah. the individual relationship. Yeah. Right? Because he's saying the church as a whole, listen, y'all, no. But individually, y'all, come on, because you all understood that it wasn't the place. It was being in me and understanding that you are in me. Yeah. The things that you have the ability to overcome is because of me. Yeah. The fruit that you produce is because of me. Yeah. You come in feeling good on Sunday because Monday through Saturday you know that you fought and you fought and you fought and you fought because I gave you the strength to fight. You come up in on Sundays and you say amen to my brothers and sisters because we understand we are here together, not in the place, but in Christ. Amen. Yes, sir. We're going to drop down to Revelation, still in the book of Revelation, verse 14. And unto the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write, These things saith the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. Listen to you all. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou work cold or hot. Pick one. Pick what you're going to do. If you ain't going to do it, don't do it. If you're going to do it, do it. But don't not do nothing. Don't think that you're going to bear my name and just sit. Come on. So then because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Yeah. Well, you got the name, but you just you couldn't make a decision. Right? At least if you choose to not do it, at least if you're cold, I know, well, they, well, they ain't really believing in it. Okay, we can, we can move on from that. Yeah. If, you, if you're warm, if you're hot, I know you're serving. But to just be in between, 
Maybe today I might do it. Maybe today I won't. Maybe I won't do nothing at all. But I'm still a member of the Church of Christ, so I'm all right. Listen, listen to what's being said in Revelation. There is a responsibility that we have to understand. It is not the place. It is being in Christ. You are a member of Christ's church. His church. So however you feel, and I listen, let me, let me be very clear. However you feel about your home congregation, you're supposed to feel like that. But you feel like that because of Christ. Don't forget that you had those feelings. You were wrapped up in the emotion because Christ said, listen, I'm going to give you an opportunity to go serve wherever you at. Now, now, wherever you at. So now, when we step off into a place and we, we go and it don't look how we want it to look, our safety, right? we, we, I, we, we don't feel safe. So now, we go, I'm going to wait till I go back to my, my building. Mm. I'm going to wait till I go home, y'all. Mm. I'm going to wait till I go home because that's where my safety is. Because I trust in the place of the church of Christ, not Christ himself, who added me as a member of his church. That's on us. Continuing on in uh, Revelation uh, verse 18 I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire that thou mayest be rich and white raiment that thou mayest be clothed and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear and anoint thine eyes with eye salve that thou mayest see listen remember I told you all earlier some of us are here we ain't physically sleep but some of us still sleep yeah. some of us ain't woke up yet yeah. because we don't realize where we are we think that being in the place is enough so we'll just go ahead and pull the cover back up Come on. spiritually listen Come on. you better get on up yeah. Because there's, an op- there's a responsibility that you have. Right. Group association ain't going to get you in the head. Right. What you choose to do, understanding that you have the group association, is what gets you there. Yeah. Understanding that Christ allowed me to be a member of his church. Amen. He allowed me. This is, a pr- this is a privilege to be in here. Yes, sir. It is a privilege and an opportunity that we've been given. Yeah. That sometimes we take for granted. Yeah. Because we don't remember how good it felt when we came out as new creatures. We don't remember that zeal. Yeah. We don't remember that fire. Remember it today. Remember the time. Remember what I told you all about Michael Jackson, that song? Remember that love? Remember the time yes, when we first sir. fell in love? Yes, Remember sir. when you first fell in love with the gospel? It was enough to make you obey. Yes, sir. So again, as I close and I prepare for the invitation song, there's, there's an obligation for us to live holy and be holy. And that requires understanding who we are. So who are we? Do we remember who God made us? Do we remember who we were in times past? And again, I say a lot of us don't like to deal with our past. We don't. Because there's some things that we've done. There's some things that we ain't proud of. That's right. I mean, I don't want to talk about that. But listen, I don't have any issues talking about it because it's what I used to do. Right. Understand, I'm in a place now, not in a building, but I am in a spiritual place now that those things can't hurt me. But I understand just by me saying I'm a member of Christ Church doesn't absolve me from staying in the place spiritually. Man. Abiding in him. My fruit comes from being in him. Yeah. Not from being in his place. Yeah. So what? Philippians 2 tells us what? Philippians 2 and 12 says, Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Listen, yes, you all can't get me into heaven. It is what it, that's on me. Now you can encourage me. Brother Gerard, come on. Come on now. Stay with it. Right. I can't get you there. Right. Right. As bad as I want you there. Come on, stick with it. I can't do it because you have an individual responsibility to remember that you are a member of Christ's church, not just because you're in a place. So remember the time when Christ died for our sins. We say this doing remembrance of me. We do this every Sunday because we are remembering a time when Christ came down and lived a life. He didn't sin. He did it for us. That was for us. Remember I told you all, if it was left up to us, we'd still be out there. Hang it. We wouldn't consider 
<laughs> Let me not do that. <laughs> when we remember the time when we understood his grace and mercy? When we understood our individual obligation, and as we read Philippians 2 and 12, you are listening. Remember the time when being a member of Christ's church meant something to us. Amen. Not just being in the place. Come on. Amen. So as I close, if you're here today and you have not obeyed the gospel, you've heard the word. And I ask you now, I implore you, remember a time when in your life you struggled. Remember a time, and it may be close. It, your point of reference may be just yesterday. Remember a time when you were lonely. When you felt like you didn't have any answers, but the only thing that you knew was what you knew to do, and you knew it wasn't right. Yeah. But I don't have anything else. Remember that time. Now, you have an opportunity today to establish a new point of reference. Right. You have the ability to establish a history on this day, making a decision, the best decision of your life, to enter into a relationship with Christ because of his sacrifice. Yeah. Right? Remember, you've heard, you've heard the word. Love it. You have an opportunity to remember the love that you felt, moved unto obedience, confessing, listen, I, I've been living a life that I know ain't right. I'm confessing him because I want him to rule as the king in my life. Yes, from that I'm going to repent because I know it wasn't right yeah. I remember the times when I thought that that was all I could do but now I know it's more because I've heard the word I'm repenting now I'm giving up that old life I'm allowing it to be over there and I'm establishing my history in Christ not in this place I'm going to be justified by my faith yes, I'm going to be obedient in that faith yes. going into the watery grave of baptism Going down, understanding that I have been made a new creature for service. Yeah, for service. To do something. Because my history has changed. And now when I read the Old Testament, now when I see the things that I used to do, I know that my spiritual point of reference is in the place. Right. Of Christ, not the building. Yeah. And if you are a member, and you have forgotten that you have benefited from his grace and his mercy, and you've allowed your life to beat you down. You've allowed yourself to make decisions that weren't based on a remembrance of the things that he's done for you. Amend your ways. Man. Trust not in lying words. Because God is waiting on you. He's waiting on you with open arms. Your brothers and your sisters to your left and your right are waiting to encourage you. Because guess what they know? They're here for the same reason. We know it's hard. Come on. And we're asking you, let those things go. Do not allow your past to make you forget the history that you have in Christ. And I say these things as we stand and sing the invitation song. Page 241. I must tell you.